go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Weekly Sticks Podcast, episode nine, if I'm if I'm correct. We've got a wonderful guest, the homie, <laughs> M4 the Great in the building. How you doing, man? Uh, you already know, man. Regular I don't shit. know. <laughs> oh, oh I mean, I'm good. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, I'm feeling regular, uh, regular you know. Celebrating yeah. this wonderful Ishtar, you know. Break it down for the busters, you know what I'm saying? We don't all already know you got us sometimes. Oh, no, I am good. You already know is how the hood responds. <laughs> we don't already know. <laughs> I mean, we got like one set and like, I'm good. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially as men, really, it's going to be about, I'm fine. When's the, last time okay, you asked one of, when's the last time you asked one of your friends, so how you been? And they was like, yeah, man, shit's terrible. <laughs> Well, no, how would you I, respond to that? I think that would kind of annoy me. I'm be like, really, bro? I, I did, mean, I, I should have kept that to yourself. Well, the thing about it is, right, all your emotionally healthy friends will tell you when they're bad, but there's like one friend. We all know the one person who's going to be like, oh, I'm doing bad, bro. And then you're like, damn, now I got to help right, this You could have said that in a better way, bro. You could have eased me into that depression with you. Like, well, I'd have been here for you regardless, but you don't have to just drop that whole bomb on me of terribility. But this is the attitude that persists is why we don't communicate our emotions as men, especially black men. This is literally why. Right there. You know, sometimes you gotta no, lay no. on the homies if you go through it and he asks. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. But it is you know, a, it's very unhealthy to keep all of those things bottled in. You know, yeah. But but please don't this the thing. And I think this the problem. Sometimes we don't take into account what other people are going through that we're unloading our emotions on. Yes. Sometimes yes. your cup might already be full, and now I'm coming to you with my problems too. And then on top of that, I, like I said, I didn't even do it tactfully. I did it in such a way where as though now you depressed because now you think about my shit. Right. <laughs> you you trying to think of a way to help me, and you exactly. you need help. Now you stressing out. You know what I mean? Like I think it's more or less that you know you, you want you like you want well, somebody to tell you a big deal. Well, in the interest of fairness, right? Maybe you shouldn't ask people how you doing. <laughs> If you ain't, <laughs> if you're not right with it, then maybe you don't have no business asking niggas, how you right, doing? Right. Because now that's affecting the game for everybody, you know, and putting us all in a bad position. So maybe right. when you're in a position to, or you're emotionally right, then that's when you can come through and be like, um, yeah, we're, we're good. But otherwise, don't even ask. Or y'all yeah, just come right. compare notes on who's struggling and see if y'all could come together <laughs> on a solution. Right. Like my nigga, I need bread. I need water. Let's go to the grocery store together then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nah, you right. <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, you know what I'm saying? What, what's going on in your world, Black man? You know, if you got some conspiracies to get off, this is the window of time where oh, we talk about anything that's not gaming. It could be politics, emotional health, mental health. So I'm, I'm sure nah, there's something you know, it's got too much. going. Feel free. It's too much going on right now, man. As far as it goes conspiracy wise, you know, you know me. Yeah, I always yeah. feel like it's a conspiracy out to get the black man. Right. Some way, shape, or form. And then everybody always cursing me out. So you can start light me. then. You know, you don't have to go maybe cancel a bull offense, right? Just throw out something. If or if not, you know, compartmentalize. We'll just talk about video games. That's that's what Yo, this is here for too. You said cancel. I, I said before, bro, if I ever get famous. The moment that I'm famous, people gonna find out my name and they're gonna look me up and they're gonna cancel me. Because I was, no, 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 no. Immediately. I've got so Immediately. many. I've got so many 
uh, unpopular opinions on Twitter and Facebook and different groups, people that I've argued. Because you know what the funny shit to me in the world is, but when, when you argue with these people and people like when I when I talk to people, I talk with passion, mainly because I'm a, maybe because I'm a Gemini, but mainly because when I'm talking about something and I'm trying to articulate myself in a way where people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing it online, when you're doing it through text, people can't see your face. They can't see your expressions. Right. So you ever had somebody say, Dan, why are you so mad? Like, oh, you know your feelings about that. Mm-hmm. But the entire time I'm typing this, I'm like, like I'm laughing, but they yeah. screwing these words that have no emotion or tones behind them and taking them just the wrong way. So I've been in arguments just based upon that because I've questioned certain doctrines and certain people, certain groups, certain beliefs, everything. Mm-hmm. From a perspective that was an uncomfortable one, and people can't take that shit. So immediately they get offended. And now I'm a bigot and I'm like, bro, I'm not, none of these things. I, I fuck with all groups, different groups of people. I yeah. just ask questions that I guess are offensive to y'all because we constantly ask shit that's offensive to us, but we gotta deal with it, right? Right. You know, why is it different when the shoe's on the other foot? But regardless. Yeah, uh, people always get to that's the worst thing in the in in arguments, especially online, people want to assign feelings to people. And and that's how they validate whatever they're doing. Oh, you're mad now. And it's like, I am not mad. Not at all. This is really how you're, you, you're thinking you've won the argument now because you have assigned that I'm mad. And you're saying that this is actually like people, this is a win for people. It's really like, don't just assign feelings to me because you think that that is what you're doing. And that's not the effect you're having in this argument. I'm actually engaging with you. You know what's funny? Right now, I got people on my Twitter that are coming at me for something I said. And I don't even remember what the fuck it was. (laughs) I don't know what subject it was. I don't know what the topic was, what it's pertaining to. It might have been a little Nas X situation. Mm. That might have been the one that got everybody all upset. And I always have to leave the disclaimer before I say anything about that shit. Listen, bro, I'm not homophobic i'm not anti anybody but i'm not pro i'm not pro for i'm not against gay rights i'm not pro gay rights i'm not fighting for nobody i'm not marching for nobody only thing i care about is black people and what's productive for black people plain plain and simple like you know what i mean and i've never seen that as being productive for black people so i'm not going to sit here and fucking root for you every time you make a stride you know what i mean and i don't feel this is my problem I think we live in a world now where you're not allowed to not agree, bruh. People make it to where as though you have to be on their side. You have to see from this side. And, I, and this is a black man. This, me saying, I understand that some white people will never see from my perspective. I'm fucking cool with that, bruh. I'm perfectly fine with that. Because I realize that the longer I spend time trying to get you to understand, the more time I'm wasting actually trying to solve the real fucking problems that we got going on. So I'm with this uh, the little Nas argument, right? I'm sorry, the conspiracy shit, right? With that, I said, bro, have you noticed that black people have been carrying a gay pride flag for years, for like the last ten years? And as soon as I said it, everybody go fucking crazy, bro. Everybody starts getting all fucking antsy and all mad, and I'm like, no, bro, this is just pure observation from shit that I've seen on TV, from things that I've heard, from music that I've heard. Just to to play devil's advocate, no pun intended. Um... Gay culture is like some varied facet of black culture. The whole drag culture, the yes hunty stuff, that all comes from black women 
and then it gets transferred into, you know what I'm saying, this cultural wave. And it's so, to me, I don't know. I think, that has, I think that's just us, period. It's just, it's just mainstreaming, right. it's mainstreaming a facet of Black culture, but the way that I, I think it gets portrayed is just a little mm-hmm. bit more, it's like disproportionate in a way, but. I'm, all right, it, it I, I'm gonna tell you how there. I equate it, right? Because I understand where you're coming from, but this is how I've always equated it. I equate it like a stigma that we're forced to wear as well as like with the thug stereotype, with the drug dealer stereotype, with every different stereotype. Now, mind you, while these people have real reasons why they're in these situations or why they're impoverished, nonetheless, it's still degenerate behavior. This is what they that no, nobody ever discusses. Listen, let's be real. That's before marriage, degenerate fucking behavior. The difference is, is that when people are trying to say, well, you don't call those out, but you call this out. No, no, people do call these things out. Just people ignore it. Just like we ignore everything the fuck else we call out because we live in a world. I was listening to Ab Soda today, bro. He got a song called Do It Thou Will. I never knew he had this song before. This goes back into my other theory real quick about what I was saying about Lil Nas X. Because not only are they making us wear the stigma of the gay pride, they're putting everything that you would have in the Bible as a sin on black people and why i'm not a christian and don't completely 100 percent agree with the bible i am smart enough to understand that i don't have to believe it for it to still affect me and how people treat and interact with me so uh, interact with me so you have the greatest rapper in the world right whose name is hold this will be calling this is what his name is right. in the book of revelations it talks about a time where man will call himself god if you're a Christian and you're a right-wing super extremist, right-wing Christian, and you actually paying attention to shit that's happening inside the world, you look at the beast and the scarlet and you can associate and put all of these little symbols together however you want to, because I feel like a lot of this is self-fulfilling prophecy. You can pick a lot of this shit up and see it already didn't happen or make it happen if you really want to. But it's, it doesn't take much to make one person really go fucking nuts and start wilding the fuck out. And that's how I'll be looking at it. I'm looking like we're being created to be the perfect anti or adversary towards what white people have deemed in this world as Pure. righteous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I you can, get one, I can definitely see that too. No, no, it's I know true. that's a bit deep, but I look at it like that because we're molded. Uh, I mean, I see it to the extent that, like, um, if you look at just who we're coming up on and, and stuff like that. It, it's, it's it's just grown more and more in the degenerate route, right? That's what we carry forward as a mainstream. Right. It's, it's not for the fact that my daughter was like really into like, like Disney stuff. Right. And the kind of things that she would be influenced by would, would essentially make her far more, I don't even know, uh, <laughs> it's more of a keeping it or maintaining it's, it's, the innocence that people yeah. have in a sense. So and, then, our and that's going on. Given that option of being innocent, you understand right. what I'm saying? Like, right. from a, from a very young age, Yo, like, bro, listen. Uh, that's the brother. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was doing um, at a very young age when I was like five, six years old, bro. I tell people, and I'm 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 34. We're the generation that that was raised by cable. Yeah. Our parents had to work. They was out. They was doing shit. We had the cable box. We was watching ourselves for most of the time. We grew up very fast. That gen- our generation. So I, I, I got I my swag from fucking like uh, the Fresh Prince. Like literally watching that, <laughs> thinking, right. okay, that's what you're gonna have to be when you grow up. 
they right. hate stuff like because nobody was actually giving the sex talk. All that stuff was a cliche that right. we saw on exactly. TV. On TV. <laughs> but with none of it, even like, did you used to uh, think you had a permanent record? Yo, right. <laughs> right. Bruh. I used to think my car was going to wind up teetering off of the edge of something. I used to think no matter what's going to happen, you're going to wind up at like a double date with a third girl there, which I have had. But you know what I'm saying? You, you, right. you think all these scenarios are inevitable. You're going to wind up in Hawaii one day. You just think this stuff is going to happen really because of how we were raised also, on TV. But it's guiding you and also directing you to also want those things. Because mm -hmm. the eyes is the windows to your soul. And I say, bro, we can't act like imagery isn't very powerful. I told you this story before, I think, about my girl's uh, grandparents who lived in Princeton. And um, she lives around a bunch of like Hindu, Indian people, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And when they talked about slavery, transatlantic slavery, she said, oh, basically they were, you know, talking kind of haughty towards her, her grandmother. And they tried to act like, you know, she said, well, y'all was enslaved too. She said, but our slavery was different from y'all. Y'all enjoyed y'all slavery because all y'all wanted to do was dance and sing. And I'm like, what? I'm like, that's what they taught? That's what they believe before they come over here? That's a good, a real well, shit. Well, I mean, if you saw, you see what they teach in those history books to the kids now, it'll be like, there was Africans who needed work. And so they came to America. And so they came over to America. And right. so it's and, just literally how, and that's propaganda. So I don't but, even fault the Indians for how they view it. It's just exactly how you can't blame them for that. Everybody. But then also when you get over here, right, and then you turn on TV and you turn on BET and you see or you turn the on MTV jams, and right. all you see is niggas dancing and singing, and right. you're like, oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, you gotta understand how people and how people view you determines how they interact with you, how they respect you, how they deal with you business wise. If they look at you as a fucking clown, they're gonna treat you as a clown. So let's be real. All of these stigmas, and I'm not just talking about the one that I pre-mentioned homosexual enough. That's not the primary focus that I'm talking on. I'm speaking on every negative connotation or stigma. Now, while today we may deem it as a positive, let's be real. You don't see a bunch of shows where there's always a gay white character in it. You see it in the black TV shows, though. Even, and I mentioned this myself. Even in the white TV shows, right. the gay it's character always a gay black character. is black. Yeah, right. that's where they And, and I said, I said, listen, now, then you get into the argument of people start going, well, that's representation. And I'm like, everybody deserves representation. That's not my argument. My argument is why is the skin tone of the person that's representing them? Is it within their ideology of killing two birds in one stone? Well, I don't like being attached with any other ethnic group struggle or fight because we still have one that we fight into this very fucking day that has nothing to do with your sexuality. It's black people in the black rights movement right now who gay. Right. don't care that's their personal choice nobody bothers them about that but when you start bringing your lifestyle and what you're doing you and, and you know what i mean to now you making that to where it's still in the way of the attention from what the fuck we have going on personally because and this is a personal self-interest thing don't get me wrong when it comes to a certain level you already have the right to get married you have the right the rights that you already know but that was just that one issue so when he started dropping that satan sneaker i said oh this was deployed because it goes back into the Aleister crowley dual style real shit Alester Crowley was also homosexual. If you look at the world that we live in, they use black people in there living vicariously through us. Now you see the black dudes running around with their fingernails painted and doing the rock and roll shit, wearing upside down crosses. Right before Lil Nas X did the shit, Playboy Carly dropped the whole clothing line um, that was upside down crosses and 666 and all of this shit. Now, granted, you, you know, Lil Uzi Bird's name is literally 
lewd. It's like it's supposed to be Lucifer. That's basically how exactly the connotation so, of it. So, Pete, bro, think about it. We living in a world now where they're muddying up so much different shit to where as though if you are a religious person, then you're going to be right now because you're going to see all of this shit and you immediately going to be like, oh man. But I'm like, it's also by design. They know that this is what they're doing and they're manipulating it and they're making us the adversaries. Personally, they're putting everything, every negative stigma connotation upon black people. You get what I'm saying? So they're attaching the devil to us. They're attaching all degenerate behavior towards us. And then they're using us to promote it to the rest of the world to make it look okay. Because we have always been the influencers. Right. This is prehistory. You get what I'm saying? Like right now to this day, how you just saying, bro, like um, we've always been very influential to the point where, you know what I mean? If we decide that the shit cool, it's fucking cool. You know what I mean? We changed the whole lingo of English. I listen, I hear more white boys saying nigga now than I hear black people saying calling themselves nigga all day. And before when I was younger, that shit used to piss me off. I fight a lot, bro. I used to punch on people for that shit. Don't even bother me anymore, bro. I've been desensitized to it. I've heard it so much. And then to see also that now this generation is changed, bro. Like, all right, well, you gonna let me keep ranting. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing I will say on that is um I don't think there's anything else to say on it. Really. It's just, it's a lot going on. You it's know, your fault, culture, Don't do this, you know, man. We, we, we do promote a lot of negativity. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I wish we thought, oh, the only thing I was going to say about that also was I was listening to everybody was Kung Fu fighting today. Oh, and man. I'm like, yo, this is, this is what we were bringing <laughs> before all this evil got into what we make. Right. We were able to make great music about our love for karate flicks. And now <laughs> we have to be so true to life that we gotta kill each other over it. It's it's pretty no. wild, you know what I'm saying? How far down the culture has slid without realizing it maybe, but we used to be so free about what we could express that everybody was kung fu fighting was a hit. Just yeah, think that's about crazy. That. That's wild, right? Nah, you definitely right. And that was a good song too. Wait, my bad. Not even just that. Remember this? We are the world. Yeah. We are the children. There's a lot of them. A lot of great positive uh, yo, songs. So many feel good songs, songs in the eighties, early nineties. Like Madonna, her whole career. Is, is actually some really vibey, great stuff. Paul Abdul, I like your smile. That's a song, an actual, they don't make nothing. That wasn't Paul This Abdul. level of positivity anymore. Even in, in Justin Bieber's Peaches song, he's calling his lady a bitch. Why? Why? Yo, listen, as a, even as a musician, bro, I find myself and I find like now, bro, and it's real shit. I find myself more conflicted now, or I was, I'll say. I was more conflicted with writing music because I like to write what's true to me and what's true to life. I don't like to write figmental shit. I'm not in the Lamborghini, so I'm not writing about pulling off on a Lambo. 
I know people say, well, you're projecting, you're speaking into existence. Nah, you're lying. <laughs> I don't feel like doing that in my songs. So that's why I so many of them wind up on the other side of the game too before it's over. Right. Yeah. Right. Know, it's, speak into existence. Right. It, but it's it's hard. Yeah, that's that's real. A lot of people, man. That's another reason why I don't really like to write songs about death. Nah, that's why I don't rap anymore. Because what what you gotta do to be on in this I'm not That's why I told you, bro, do it for you. If anything. That's honestly that's why it's an exercise, a mental exercise for me. Right, but you know, so is talking shit and playing video games or talking shit about video games. And so that's how we got here. So speaking of the video games, Outriders came out this week. You haven't played it though. No. No. What are your thoughts about this game? Tell me your hype level. All right, you gotta give me some uh Basically, I heard it's kind of like uh, the Godfall, Godfall, but with guns. But I, I read a review on it. All right, so so I didn't. I saw some footage of it, and I read a review on it. And honestly, the review that I got for it wasn't really positive, to be completely honest. Okay. You know, they said that it becomes very repetitive. Um, it has. You ever played Warframe? Yes. Uh, it's very repetitive. They say like Warframe after a point of time. The missions become very redundant. The uh, the ability to customize and modify your weapons isn't as good as you would expect it to be. Uh, from what I heard, it's kind of like a bust like Anthem. And Anthem, I had Anthem. Anthem mm. was such a disappointment, I'll say, because it has so much potential. Yeah. And I'm ready to get this game. I'm going to get it because, you know, I, one thing I learned is that I don't like to take people's opinions all the time on something. I got to see it for myself. Right. What what I'll say is comparatively, because Anthem, right, we can agree best part was flight. Yes? Uh, I agree. Yeah. Best thing they got right was flight because exploration was no good. The, you know, all that stuff. I mean, exploration was cool, but the things you found in the field weren't great. Combat yeah. was was really not good. And it wasn't necessarily that the combat wasn't good, but the enemy selection was bad. And so the combat right. was, there was no rewards to it. And that's really what made it a dud. Plus all of the broken promises from what the game right. was promised to be versus what it was. Also, Outriders. I think the lack of customability. But, uh, right. Um, I mean, Outriders does suffer from a lack of customability as far as your character creator. I think I made it. Is that a word? Hold on. No. I'm sorry. I think it's I think customizability <laughs> or something. But we just made a word up. E. Look, that's, look, uh, nah. that's what we what's do, so though. Is, look, what's so funny is you just flow with that shit like regular. You said customability. And I saw you blink because I think your brain farted for two seconds to see if that was a real word. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, that's how E40 got itself a dictionary. You feel me? Like, all right, we're just gonna custom ability. Yeah, I mean, suckers be killing me. I pulled up in the whip with the custom ability. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> it's swag, it's culture. Oh my goodness. We're here. <laughs> that's gonna be in a dictionary. Custom ability, I mean, boy. Hello, welcome, make it custom ability. Can show make it. <laughs> So, All right, my bad. Uh, Go ahead. My bad. Yeah. So the um, <laughs> but the combat in Outriders to me, I think it's great. So I don't really have an issue with repetitive games. I play Monster Hunter. Does that make <laughs> All right, big big facts? Right. So the idea that somebody who comes into a game that's about loot and grinding is turned off by the repetitiveness. 
uh, I'm not sure what that means. The fights do get more intense well, right. go on, so, you know what I'm saying, and the world tiers advance. So then the question becomes, how far did this person even advance in their review? And how many abilities point, did they point. get? Because I haven't experienced dull moments. Again, I don't know how many hours this person's put in. I've put it in at least 10 or 15. And okay. Yeah, as I've gotten more powerful, I found the game to be more entertaining because at some point you start looking like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, Jesus out here destroying everybody. So to I me, think I he think also mentioned why. about the guns. I think he said something about the guns wasn't very. Said there's a thunder gun in the game that he really liked in the gun, and then by the time he like uh, he ended up getting a gun that pretty much made the thunder gun useless, but it wasn't as good as the thunder gun. And then, it took so much to level it up. I think dude was just complaining a, a lot. Right. It's like that's why I said a lot of the times if I don't play a game, I'll read a review, but I don't always take that with uh I take it with a grain of salt because my experience with something and your experience with something might be two completely different things, you know. Right. Because if you like, let's say Destiny, it, it gives a lot of destiny. If you liked even for a period of time the division two it's somewhere in the middle of the both of those. The loot is very much like both, you know what I'm saying? The systems are more like probably Destiny, but the combat aspect is more like the division. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, I don't understand how or when it becomes boring to you, to be honest. All right, now now I get what you're saying, but I'm, I am going to say that the division did get boring to me after a while. I would say um, that too, but the division also had the, every power in that game. And was Destiny lackluster. did. Destiny huh? did too. Destiny did too. Um, Destiny uh, both also... of those, both of those games definitely became very redundant and repetitive because, and it's just to be honest. Um, I think what it is is that for for me, it's sometimes really the the lack of being able to customize your character or even advancing or making better bosses. You know what I mean? Sometimes it gets boring killing the same million a million and one times. And and, to, and and I'll say this is where Outriders is good because the enemy types they they vary, right? Half of them okay, are like okay. insurgents with guns. The other half of them are literally aliens, spiders, and weird shit okay. like that so even the bosses some of them are alien some of them are insurgent but then even right. with the insurgent types there are some of them that have the outrider abilities like you so they might start shooting fire at you or shooting acid or some kind of ridiculous thing and okay. you gotta deal with that variable so just the, those and i'm not through the whole game i haven't seen any end game so i don't know how deep it goes but i haven't experienced two boss fights that have been the same in any way how's the multiplayer point. aspect of it the multiplayer is solid um it's not like the division so there's not like a world where everybody's running around in that it's just drop in type thing but you're just playing through the story and side quests um, so there's never really, there's not like world events and all that other kind of live services shit that happens. Um, you just go from quest to quest or you advance the story and you can have two of the homies run it with you. you can okay. Okay. Together or they'll just skip all right. I mean, for, the, for that purpose alone, I think I'll be interested in something like that. Cause I like games that I get to play with my friends. You know, yeah. um, since, since I started playing multiplayer games, online multiplayer that's been my main thing, you know, because um, it's been a couple of games that kind of was lacking in that area. But, yeah. yeah. So so it puts you in a position to um, 
enjoy the multiplayer without necessarily having to keep up with the Joneses, right? Because let's say you're playing the division or something like that. Um, even Destiny, you start walking around, you see a niggas out here whose right. armor is looking beefier, chunkier, nicer than yours. And there's this pressure to to be a part of that versus in here, you're only keeping up with the people that you know, you can drop in on random teams, but right when you feel comfortable. So it's never a thing that you have to stress about. There's no login rewards or all that other serious shit that they had for the division that makes you actually come in there and bore yourself with it, right? Because part of the division was us having to log in every day to see what we're going to get for these so we can get these right. cosmetics and all that corny nonsense. Right. Um, and then all the armor that you found in the division wasn't worth having because they had these custom uh, cosmetics they wanted you to pay for. So anything that looked reasonable, exactly. you had to either find in the world, like hard, hardcore grinding, or pay for. This game right. doesn't have any of that. Most of the stuff looks relatively decent. You'll find yourself a trench coat just out there in the field. And so when you customize the switching armor, you always don't look different. So, okay, that's dope. Yeah, and all the stuff is very much on the level of like that kind of stuff. So it looks a little bit yeah, man, so I'm, I'm cool. I'm about to have to spend money as soon as I get this thing, man. I got two games on my list and I got the digital PS5. Oh, so man. I got you buried yourself with that one. I buried myself. <laughs> yeah. How, how so? You know me. I mean, if you can see back there, that Switch collection there, I'm a believer in the physical medias. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, granted, so I'll be real. Uh, you hear these noises in the background? Oh yeah, you got little disc breakers there. Yeah, so all of that, yeah, I had to, I had to, and then also just to be honest, bro, getting the PS5 was probably one of the biggest hassles I ever had to go through in my life. Like I literally had to, like it took me at least what? It was taking me months. But aside from that, just the, the day that it, that I got it, I got lucky because I followed Tech Radar at Tech mm -hmm. Radar on Twitter um, and at Wario sixty four um, on Twitter, right? Yeah, shout out to Warrior on Tech Radar. I followed the tour of them, and I they had the PS5 radar. So they basically told me when they was dropping from every single store. They set up links, so you could literally click on the links, and then you can go right there. And then I just had to wait and keep checking out until I got one in my cart and was able to get it. But they only like uh, they only had the digital and the bundle. The bundle for the disc, bro, was almost like eight hundred dollars. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Mm. I went digital, but I, I spent like almost seven hundred dollars for the digital version you and the digital two bundle? controllers. Okay, huh? So yeah, the digital, digital bundle was two controllers, um, GameStop pass, a couple of things, you know. But I was I, I've been wanting this for a little while, so I'm like, all right, it is what it is. Um, but I still haven't gotten any games for it. But the two games that are the first games on my list is Outrider and Godfall. Okay, yeah. yeah, I got both of them. And Godfall, I think, is good, too. It got some weak reviews. And again, I don't really understand it. I think it's pretty... Oh, well, no, it doesn't have matchmaking. So that is terrible. Uh, and they keep... So wait, so you... So wait, 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 wait. What do you mean it doesn't have matchmaking? No matchmaking. You can play with your friends if they have it and they're playing. But you can't just go online... And just and find somebody to find play somebody with. somebody to play with. Well, you know what? Fortunately for me, I have friends that have Godfall, and they are actually part of the reason why I went and got the PS5. 
<laughs> so so it's cool. I, I'm not I'm not minding that too much. And I haven't no, no. progressed too far in it because I've been waiting. So I'll, I'll come in and play a little bit, but I'm like somebody else is gonna get this, and I don't want to just be maxed out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm waiting. Uh, yeah, I'm on my way. Dot. Trust me. By sure. by tomorrow, it should be downloaded on my system. Yeah. Um, I, I told you before that I could have got you a PS5. I told you that a long time ago, man. I've gotten like man. four. Ah, uh, bro. But listen, listen. It was the, the it was the timing of it. I had other stuff I had to do. You know what I mean? Other obligations, financial no, obligations. No, yeah, yeah. I guess you, you, you got know, it so now. It while they're getting this good, so understandable. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I got a little bit of money right now to do it. And I'm gonna grab the shit. Right. So you know, taxes. <laughs> you know, we are gonna call it Black Blue Christmas tax season. No, it's it's definitely that. I haven't got mine though. The the, the feds is holding on. I guess. Oh shit, man. They say here, take this serious, but they did not um, break out my taxes. Wonder where they at? That's wild. Well, it's going to feel even better when you get a million hands. Trust me. Yeah, um, yeah, I ain't tripping. Anyway, it's my money, and I need it now. <laughs> so, Outriders, I think it's cool. It's having huge server issues because I guess it's got to be online constantly. But again, I just finished playing it like two, three minutes ago. I hadn't been, I experienced them for a little bit where I couldn't log in and it just kept telling me it was logging in. And then I closed the game, turned it back on, and then I logged right in and I haven't had any issues since. So, yeah, but regardless, we shouldn't have to do these things by this time as gamers. Listen, let's let's be real. We talking about, and you know, we, we, as anime fans, I know, I don't know if anybody else is familiar with Sword Art Online, oh, yeah. but I, have you watched Sword Art? Of course, first okay. season so, from from the original Sword Art, the first right. two seasons, I'm not invested. I'll tell you that much, very much. Oh, Fatal man. Bullet and all that. Keep Wait, it. you didn't watch the first two seasons? I watched the first two seasons. Oh, oh, and you didn't watch uh, Gun Gale? But and... from Gun Gale, not interested. And you haven't watched season three? Uh, Alicization looks cool, so I'm gonna give that. Alicization is amazing. So yeah, give I'm gonna watch and, and that wait, one. Wait. But that looks like because they I, went back to the original Sword Art. Let me world. just. Okay, but like. let me just state. Let me just state. Gun Gale Online is amazing. It is. It is definitely worth watching for it to be a spinoff, bro. Trust me, it's going to. It's going to catch your attention. Um, but aside it, from but that, I'm giving it a really try. Oh, yeah. it, it didn't give you, didn't catch you. How many episodes did you get into? I just didn't like the Gun Gale world versus uh, the <laughs> Sword Art. I got you. I, I can respect that. I can respect yeah. that. Uh, uh, but yeah, my point was is that Elon Musk is trying to do some shit like that. Oh yeah, I would be invested if I didn't have children. But because I do have children, <laughs> I don't want to get no, trapped. In it's evil. <laughs> I swear, if I didn't have like kids or responsibilities, yeah. hook it to my veins, turn me into Goku. That's it. <laughs> I'm not coming yeah. back. But oh, uh, big facts, big facts. Now that I know there's yeah, things yeah. to live for in this world, I'm right, not right, right. I can't just, just I can't just give it up. Vegetables. I can't just give it up for the for the excitement of me being in this chair all day. And as a result, I don't even want the technology to exist. <laughs> I would be Bro, the type I'm to go into lie. the lab and start smashing the computers. No, this is evil. It's gonna destroy us because. Oh my goodness! I'll be so, But this is my. This is what I was trying to say, though. Right? It's the crazy shit. We're talking about technology that high, and you can't even fucking keep the servers up. What happens if we crash 
when I'm online mentally. <laughs> what happens when my, when my oh, mind it, is booked right. for the game and then we crash then? Then your server crash. Like, then what's going to happen, you, bro? You, you will Am require reboot. Yeah. Yeah, now nah, system reboot. <laughs> Access denied. Immune system reboot. Entering sleep mode. And then suddenly y'all start. That's how people start exchanging personalities. Some dead right. guy just becomes you all of a sudden. What? How did this happen? But honestly, could you imagine games like Out uh, uh, Outrider and uh, Godfall using that type of technology, bro? Like in a in a, a let's say not not that type of technology, but in a a, a VR that's actually fun. Because I played VR a couple of times. VR to me is. Like I have thought, I've thought about getting a PSVR, and I'm like, ah, I can't see myself doing it because it's novelty, but not. Yeah, it's like it's it, it doesn't look as good as I would expect it to do. Remember how back when you was a kid and they showed you the year 2025, mm-hmm. and it was all this fucking technology. Oh, people got flying cars and shit. And now you look, and we five years, four years away from 2025. Man, this shit look regular, bro. It looked like 1990 still. Uh, <laughs> the only thing they did was change the shape of the cars, <laughs> you know. And we yeah. got, you know, technology. Granted, I'm talking on my ass. Technology's definitely had a big boost since then. But I'm just simply saying, I think that they definitely put a bunch of fantasy on how the world was really about to be now. Like. Well, you gotta, I guess, look at the military. They got the real stuff because they haven't even upgraded oh, yeah. the roads in 90 percent of this country. You know what I'm saying? So the infrastructure is so bad, and basically, since they're reskinning cars and that's all they're doing, we're not seeing technology at work in our society, except for we get flatter, thinner pieces of entertainment basically and that's about as far as it goes we get more screens to occupy our attention that are more technologically advanced and then that's about it they're not giving us more high-tech firearms <laughs> they're not giving us more high-tech vehicles they're not giving us more high-tech roads so i want to be able to teleport man um i mean the thing Break about it is somebody somebody's working on it that's at the very least you know somebody is dissolving dogs and cats left and right inside of some kind of a tube in a laboratory that's funded by the government and they're just not telling us that that's happening at all somebody is at least working yeah we keep sending them off but we just keep making cat dogs yeah why can't we stop making cat dogs they're not even disappearing (laughs) they just keep merging this is horrible (laughs) oh man it's hilarious yeah, but I mean, the thing about the VR too that you used to see in like the uh, animes and stuff, they just put you in a headset and you control it with your mind to it, feel it with your body. I don't right. think that's possible. And as a result, VR is never going to be fun because it's always going to ah. require me running in a treadmill like some kind of a dum dum or you know what? something I, else I don't, like I that. I don't agree. I do think that, I think that honestly, that may be possible. And this is the reason why the technology he was trying to use is supposed to like link in with your neurons. And here's my, my thing is, is that when you dream, have you ever had a lucid dream? Have you ever had a dream or not just a lucid dream, but a very vivid dream, a dream where you actually, get, let's be honest, you ever had a wet dream? <laughs> if that can happen, if you can do that in a dream in your mind, I'm pretty sure these science and tech geeks will find a way to be able to trigger those types of muscles or those types of, uh, you know what I mean? To yeah. move with some type of technology or some type of, you know what I mean? They already they, they already can do so much shit already that I don't see 
it being completely impossible. You know what I mean? My thing is, is that like, just imagine if you had to go fucking get jacked in like the Matrix. <laughs> you gotta go get actual surgery to use this system. Like, you yeah. gotta get fucking. We gotta plug you in. That's where you turn me off. You've already but, turned no. me off at vaccine passport. Now you're talking oh, about shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. For video games to let Microsoft into my brain. <laughs> you said no. vaccine passport. Yeah. Oh man, that's a that's about to be a real thing, though. Well, they're trying hard to make it a real thing. Oh yeah, they're not trying playing. hard to avoid it. Right. Baby, let me get set. Can't make me something. Put some of that special sugar in it, baby. Ooh, that sounds good, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this tastes like hot cocoa. Ooh, that's good. So MLB 21, it's coming to Xbox and the Switch. MLB 21, yeah. God, did you do any research on the types of games I play before you invited me to this goddamn podcast? No, we got to talk play. about the games that he played. Firstly, he started talking so much about the black community. We had to skip to what games have you been playing recently? I'm sorry. So we couldn't even do that. Thanks a lot. I missed you, bro. I missed you. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I'll be way more prepared and stay way more focused the next time if you invite me again. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> the MLB 21 conversation is really not about the game itself because I don't care about the game itself <laughs> but it is a news headline in gaming because the game is developed by Sony and it's available on Xbox and oh. so people are like yeah. oh, PS getting that money money that's what I would think but a lot of people have decided to take it and make it this is some kind of huge win for xbox and i think that it's just like i think people are retarded yeah. i think that people are i think people try to live too vicariously through fucking technology and machine like just that whole ps4 and xbox debate the debate in itself is retarded because i don't work for ps4 and I don't work for Xbox, so I don't see money from either side. So why am I spending all of this time arguing with people about which system is more superior? Joseph, please. Go in your room. No, 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 all three of y'all, y'all all got banished. Bam, out of here. <laughs> so unprofessional, so unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> Now, people do spend a lot of time arguing about the, like, dick size of their their console. And I find that to be stupid. I do think that playing Xbox is dumb. But <laughs> that is due to, like, evidence, lived experience. There's so much behind why you could say, don't do this, because this man most is clearly of the getting a check from Sony. I want y'all to know. It's not that. It's just there's just more games to play. You're going to play the same games and then and then miss out. No, on I, I agree, though. So that's it. Besides, besides Halo, honestly, bro, I can't really think of a game that was Xbox. Listen, I'll tell you the one thing that Xbox ever had over PlayStation. Controller. It's the one thing they ever had. Um, First Xbox, you were able to listen to your music and play your video game at the same time. 
360. And yeah. PlayStation, you couldn't do that up until recently, honestly, with mm-hmm. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, which still, I think they still need to work on that. I think PlayStation needs to make it to where as though I can download whatever songs I want to download. Remember, you used to be able to do that. You used to be able to actually upload music into your game. I want to be able to do that again. Right. I want to be able to upload music back into my game and play the well, music the, that I want to play, not some shit that Spotify or somebody has. Yeah, the problem is that we've become ever more litigious over music rights, and now. You know what I'm saying? If the PlayStation or Xbox becomes somewhere where you can bootleg music, then they all become subjects to lawsuits by the music industry. So, you know, I mean, you see how they're doing Twitch players with all these DCMA strikes now. They can't even play music in their house while they're streaming. Can they play their music that they create? I've even heard stories of people getting struck for their own music. Wow, that's like crazy. an established kind of artist, artist, but he's on his own channel playing his own song. And then just because of how the algorithm or whatever works, he winds up getting it. It was like made the beat himself, <laughs> made the song himself. He's the one singing on it. And somehow his own label process struck him. So people are like really opposed to that whole thing. So I don't know how they would make it somehow without it would it could be like a backdoor feature but if there was something that they featured as you know what i'm saying some kind of a console feature i'm not sure that would work out it would have to be a partnership with one of the services like spotify apple right. music and then you know apple music they're not letting shit out to microsoft that's for sure so they would maybe only have the option with sony but right. they're doing apple arcade right now so it doesn't seem like they want to play nice with anybody and other than that, that's the only uniform music player that anybody has, as we as a right. society. So it's that or apps. Gotcha. That's raw. Sad raw realities. Deal. Sad realities. All because of Napster. Oh my god. <laughs> Napster. So yeah, people um, argued with this MLB game coming to Xbox, which I saw as just a win for gaming generally. I don't care about MLB right. games, but I think that if these guys can play nice to just get you guys, cause I always actually thought it was ridiculous that the MLB game was exclusive to Sony. Sony people like JRPGs and single player adventure games. We don't actually need to be the console that's exclusive for baseball. White people play Xbox. Let them have the baseball game is what I've always thought. It never made any sense to me. So the fact that I think that was more or less for the council wars, though. You know what I mean? Because that that does give you a huge boost in sales if you make a better baseball game for one, and then you only make it exclusively for your system. And now you see, you know, you go over a friend's house, you got an Xbox at your crib. You go over to his house, you're like, yeah, man, hop on this MLB with me real quick. You've been sitting here playing whatever baseball game, because I don't play baseball, so I don't know what Xbox had previously. You playing they whatever game RBI at your house. Baseball, yeah, well, you playing that, like. but you go play MLB, and now you actually enjoy it and have fun, and you're a baseball fan. Think about how many people probably actually bought PlayStations just for that game. Because they might have played a, a baseball game they didn't like on Xbox. But now, like you said, it makes you way more money. And it would have made them more money in the beginning, in the first place, had they not been petty like that in the first place. Because you're selling the game, not the council. So mm-hmm. if I'm the developer, then I'm kind of pissed off that you making me only stick with you. 
No. Well, the developer is Sony, so it's published oh, by MLB, well, and they were making the money then. Oh, so okay. So now MLB basically said, we want more money, so we can either let you keep the rights or you oh. you can you can make it for everybody. So essentially, if I'm MLB, I'm kind of pissed off. Not so, not the MLB, developer. yeah. And that's because they've fallen, I guess, in terms of sales to other games. So I, I would venture to say that has to do with the lack of interest in baseball, personally. But um, it's boring as shit, bro. Yeah, I just I think that the interest in the sport itself has dwindled over time. So in order to balance out the sales they've lost due to the interest in the sport dwindling over time, they decided to extend. Like, it's actually a sound at... business decision when you think about Leo it. Doc, so think about this. I've always wondered this too. Like I look at I look at sports and I equate them to the regular world, right? The more you do, the less you get paid. So think about it. If you look at the three major sports I'll say for America's past American pastimes, football, basketball, baseball, right? Baseball players do the least amount of work as far as it goes. As far as like as far as sports, they have way more downtime. They yeah, stand yeah. around, they sit in the dugout, one person up the pitch at a time. I mean, one person up the pitch, one person up the bat. No you know, the whole, the whole nine. Yeah. They make the highest no salaries. Right. Well, they at make the, top the highest level, salary. But at the bottom level. At the top level. Yeah, at the they, bottom level. They get some at the bottom level, everybody. A whole, there's a whole boo boo league for them that nobody gets paid in. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is is that like you look at A Rod and they're like $125 million contracts and whatnot. Yeah, they just literally what take 50 swings a game i don't know how many how many i'm just simply saying you the, the amount of work you do compared to a basketball player who's running up and down the court 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 up yeah. and down the court up and down the court now that's middle salary then you got a football player who's doing all of this concussive brain damage it's like white class it's like white collar you know what i mean high collar workers Middle class workers and then the poor people is the football players, but they yeah, still rich as everybody. But I'm saying it's like uh, white collar workers and then union workers are right. the uh, basketball players, and then the uh, blue collar workers with no union are just you know our football players. Football players, yeah, right, yeah. That makes that's that's a good analogy. And but then, even like you said, it's such a boring sport. But think about it. So is golf. But how much do they win for those golf games? Well, I mean, again, it, it depends. It's just it's a, it's still a class thing, right? Um, yeah. People at higher class levels patronize golf, and so they put together those tournaments themselves. With their I always wonder what school do you go to to play water polo. Uh, you go to Palos Verdes Peninsula High School where I went, and really? those oh those whites were playing water polo, my friend. Yeah. I went to high school, and we had like we were literally like division championship water polo team. Oh shit, Dot. Yo, was, that's wild, bro. That's yo yo. Bro. Can I ask? You, can I tell you some real shit? You the first black person I ever asked that question. I had the answer to it. Yeah, no, I have the answer, bro. I had to do water polo. There's a water polo unit in PE for me. I played water polo. Oh, shit. <laughs> you was tall, too. You probably was good at it. <laughs> not then. Uh, oh, not I, then. I, I, I didn't have to do PE by the time I got tall. So at the time, I was literally fat. Didn't even want to take my shirt off in the pool because he, oh, he just wanted me to dribble a ball in there. 
Oh man, I could barely swim too. Ah uh, man, they wanted me to, boy, I'm pretty sure you didn't even have a swimming unit in middle school, did you? Yeah, no. exactly. I was in the burb of burbs. I went to East Camden Middle. My school was a former juvenile detention center. We didn't even have windows. All jokes aside, I swear to God, I'm not like, when I tell people this, they like, bro, come on, stop painting these. No, I'm serious. Look it up. East Camden Middle in Camden, New Jersey. We didn't even have windows in my middle school. That's wild. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know how we got there, but uh, my parents sent me, they sent me there. And uh, I, mean, I wanted to play paddle tennis, badminton, and water polo in PE class. Oh, shit. Maybe I would have stayed in Cherry Hill and lived in Cherry Hill. My mom never, we didn't move to South Carolina, then back to Camden. Maybe then I would have seen some water polo mm-hmm. or some badminton games like that. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's that other game? What's that game they do where they push the little, the little disc across the, the ice? Oh, Not that's, hockey. that's uh, cur- <laughs> curling? Curling. Curling. But that's, they, they don't play that. Rich people don't play that. That's for poor people in the snow. <laughs> That is for like <laughs> Canadians and people oh, okay, in Iceland okay, okay. And, and Russia and stuff like that. I don't think it. Uh, there's what you would call it, maybe, which I never played. There's croquet. I know that's another okay. rich man's game with the little <laughs> cricket. Uh, yeah, cricket with the weird bats and the polo, which I've never, I don't know what, what the fuck polo is. Oh my gosh, bro. Boys, been intrigued by that specific. What the hell is polo, dog? Like men on horses riding around, like swatting a ball, or yeah, that's I want to exactly play a polo video game. Somebody, where's polo 2K? That's yeah. what I'm trying to see. <laughs> polo 2K, that's Ralph hilarious. Lauren Polo. 2K. Oh my goodness, Ralph Lauren's Polo 2K. Or I guess if, it, if it's Tokyo, it would just <laughs> be Polo 2K. Buy 2K Look, games. If it's by EA, then it will be Ralph. Wait, Lauren. wait, wait. Now oh, we gotta do it this time frame. The Meg the Stallion edition. Uh, real hot girl shit. Oh goodness. Uh, so they got the April PS Plus lineup. So when you get your PS5, there's some some good games coming. If you get it before the sixth, they have. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven remake you could download. I already got like, that on my PS4. And to be uh, honest, I'm stuck. So here's my thing: I'm fighting the last boss, and I got stuck. Yeah, you're not powerful enough, and that's it. No. Way to go back and level up. No, no, no. I'm powerful enough. It's just all right. So what happened was I stopped playing for a while, and then I forgot how to play. And then when I played again, I kind of got my ass whipped and didn't want to play again after that. <laughs> so I, you ever play that? so many games that you get your buttons mixed up? Um, yeah. I mean, it happens a lot. So, so it's kind of a thing me, where you gotta like concentrate on or knowing. Like me, when I'm playing new games. I have to focus on not messing up my buttons for like Monster Hunter or games or like Apex games. I play a lot because it'll it'll start to bleed together a lot if you play three games, right? So right. I have to really concentrate on not like if I'm playing this, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this because I know right. my buttons for this game that I can't fuck up. But otherwise, yeah, it'll screw me up. I was playing this oh. game, Kingdoms of Amalur, and the run button on there is Y, 
the run button on Monster Hunter is R1, and so oh my goodness, yeah, just yeah, I know. I to to the point where I had to just switch my finger posture (laughs) and and hold this hand down here to run just to keep my hands in a certain position and change the orientation so that I don't confuse the button. So I'm literally running with my hand on the D pad, like. Yo, that's what I've just been going through because I've been playing Genshin Impact and Assassin's Creed and a bunch of other shit. I've been playing between that and Call of Duty and everything. So I'm always switching in between these games and constantly forgetting the run button. It's the same thing, the run button. It's always the run button, bro. If the run button is R1 in one game, then I always find myself pushing R1 and then and next thing you know, I'm playing Call of Duty and I'm throwing a goddamn grenade instead of running. And I was like, it's crazy, man. Sometimes I'll be playing, I'll be playing way too much games. Like, honestly, what I was going to say is um, the, the free to play games, what I realized for me personally are the most expensive games. Yeah, if you, if you think that you're going to dabble and just do a little bit. Me, I try to keep it to, if I'm gonna spend money on a free to play game, then I'm gonna spend as much money as I'd spend on a regular game. So if I get $60 worth of enjoyment out of you, like a normal game, I'll give you the $59 like a normal game. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if I've enjoyed this game, to validate even the experience, I will pay $60 worth of cosmetics just to be like, all right, now nah, I've done this like all the rest of the games on my shelf. Not listen to me, man. And I don't want you to judge me. (laughs) I don't want you to judge me for this. I probably spent over like maybe a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars on fucking Genshin Impact. Wow. Listen, and it may be more, just to be honest. Just off of buying gems, buying level up materials, uh, wishes, like just off of like packs and stuff that you like because it's, it's actually a really fun. I don't know if you play, yeah, you have been playing it, right? I played it, but I yeah, you sent me, you sent me the name in, for it. It insulted me, and it so is. that was, yeah, because I went and they were giving out one of the characters for free, like to complete this little challenge, and then, okay, or say get to a certain point in the story. It was one of the first characters, the little witch. Uh, I know what lighting. you're talking about, yeah, so it was like get here. And it'll give you her because, you know, just it's part of the story. First week of the right. game, everybody's going to do this and get her. Fine. Before I wind up getting her, I just wind up seeing, oh, let's do the gotcha machine thing or whatever. Boom, I do the gotcha machine, I get her. That was it for me. I'm not playing this game anymore. So here's the thing. Here's the you, thing that you, you didn't know because you stopped playing. Getting her once is a good, getting her more than once is a good thing because they each have constellations that you have to unlock. And the only way you can actually unlock them is by getting a duplicate character. So truthfully, you want to get. No, but I didn't get her as a duplicate because I just didn't get her for free. So you didn't get her for free. I got her. I missed her for free because I got her. I got her earlier than when I completed the story. They just gave me her oh. through the gacha machine. Then I got. So to did that you part complete the story. the story afterwards? Yeah, and got nothing because I already had her. <laughs> All right, that makes no sense. Oh, oh man. No, so if you complete the story and got her, then you got her as a duplicate in the gacha machine. It would add to the constellation she's right, 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 because right. Because I did the free thing, complete the story, oh, where she kinda... would just appear in your team <laughs> as the end of the story or oh, whatever. Man. So I got no, nothing. But and I was, at that I, point, I was like, why would they even give her away in this gotcha machine? I feel like they did this on purpose to take money from me because I know right. how you guys and your RNG works. And I'm 
I'm good. And then I tried you know to get what? Diluc for a while. Couldn't get him. I got Diluc. I got Diluc. I got I got a couple of actually. I got a couple of good characters actually. Um, but I like I said, bro, I find myself with the free games, even with Warzone, bro. I brought so many different guns, skins, tracer round guns that I, I don't even use them any fucking more, honestly. Because once they come up with another gun, that becomes obsolete. And then now that I'm playing more and as I got better, I stopped liking the tracer rounds because they take away from your visibility. When mm-hmm. they're hitting people, now all I see is this bright purple shit instead of your body. And now I'm losing losing my focus on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So honestly, like I, that's one thing I had to start that I have to start doing is I have to start doing way more reviews uh, on video games and stuff like that. Watching it first before I purchase stuff and calming myself down, man, because sometimes that should have really get you, bro. You look up and you just spent two, three hundred dollars on fucking Call of Duty and don't yeah. even and like, damn, how'd I do that? Like you got every skin. I, and every uh, skin. <laughs> I do my best to take my active cards off of my gaming accounts. To right. avoid doing that kind of thing, because yeah, sometimes you will convince yourself oh, it's just a couple of bucks. Oh, it's just twenty the bucks already there, and you have the twenty bucks. You will spend it because ah, you might smoke it anyway. So in your mind, it's really nothing. Right. But, it, you find some justification yeah, for it, regardless. But yeah, over time, I I don't like the idea that this game is making me into a sucker, and that's why right. I try. And then what they're going to do is right. You're going to put all your money because this is the same thing that just happened. You spend all your money investing in this game, and then they drop the next version. And there's just more like, stuff about in, in the next three, four months. Before you, like, I'm like, yo, why does Call, Call of Duty's famous for that shit, too, bro? Before mm-hmm. you really truly get to enjoy the one you're playing, before you get the, uh, get the Dark Matter skin, unless you're a fucking super, I don't have nothing to do with my life, but play this game where you're really nice, you're super great, amazing, you're never getting none of these skins before the next, next game drops. Yeah, the Call of Duty progression is not rewarding at all. That nah, I mean, that's what made me go back to Apex and really tough it out in there because Apex will give you a lot of ways to feel rewarded without doing much. Because even if you have a skin that's unlocked, sometimes there's just a variant of that skin, which is still a legendary skin, but right. it'll be a new color of that skin. Uh, you that, you gonna this. have me download? You gonna have me download Apex for you too, man? Yeah. And you can just download it with points at that point. You know what I'm saying? That you get just for playing the game. So you don't ever have to necessarily spend money. And then you can craft the skins with your crafting materials, which you get very slowly. That part is trash. But eventually you'll add them up and you can buy a legendary skin. And then once you have a legendary skin, there's a lot of options to get more skins for free from there. So that progression has been rewarding enough but when i go to call of duty and i see how little that bar goes up when you finish a match even if you do you know i mean i'm out here getting like 1.5 2.0 kdrs 30 kills i you don't get nothing for it and then when you finally level up the the reward is shit poop garbage garbage calling cards trash absolute <laughs> trash <laughs> Just to get a skin, it it it's like it will kill them to give you. And the skins are weak too. Ooh, I look like a white man in tactical gear. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, big facts, big facts. That's what y'all really and and that's like the last skin. I got to get to level one hundred to become white man in tactical I, gear I, I, number honestly, one thousand. Yo, to be completely honest, so I'm I like Warzone. It's really fun. 
but to be like my personal opinion, I was I was more of a fan of Blackout. I think Blackout to me was a better battle royale. I agree with you. I think Blackout was fun. Warzone has turned into this sweaty tryhard fest. Right, right. Blackout and, was and really, it's very commercialized really in a way. Right, right. They, they kind of took away the fun of Call of Duty to now. Whereas though, don't get me wrong, grabbing a win still, you st- I still have that same excitement from mm-hmm. the first win I got, every win I get. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing I will say that they have done a good job on. But that, that hold on, like it, it took away that, like, I, you know what I think it was, is the color scheme. I think uh, that Blackout was, was bright. The color scheme was hit. good. It, gave, it was very vibrant, it stuck out to you. And Warzone is this flat fucking color it's very drab. It gives you almost like it feels. This I, this one thing I I think sometimes games be too realistic. Oh, I'm playing yeah. a game. That's I'm playing I play a game. Switch, bro. <laughs> right though, I, and I get, get that now. I'm trying to get away from reality, motherfucker. I don't want my my game to look so real that these people I can see the sweat and the muscles, and I can see the the fucking texture on his face. That's cool sometimes, depending on the game. But some games, like like for example, like basketball. My cousin was just telling me uh, with two, uh, 2K, saying 2K, uh, well, her brother, my, my wife's brother was just telling me 2K1 is literally so, like, precise yeah, now yeah, you that you get past the basketball and until your pe- character positions himself right, you can't move. You understand what I'm saying? Like, when he get yeah, past get your the pivot, ball, right. <laughs> yeah, until your pivot hit the right foot, your yeah. character ain't gonna move. And I'm like, that's dope, kinda. But I remember NBA Live when I used to be crossing the shit out of people super fast and then just dunk on them through yeah. a whole crowd of people. That was fun. I remember NBA Jam. I remember NBA Streets. I remember games that were fun. They were fun to play, not fucking frustrating. Like, you know how mad people get when they lose 2K, bro? Break yeah. your whole fucking system, smash it. I've never got that mad at NBA Streets. You always just like, oh, he about to do that dunk on me. Oh, he got me. Oh, you never was that pissed off. I've seen people break controllers, slam the system down, losing in 2K, bro. It's too fucking real. <laughs> it's too real, bro. <laughs> they start feeling it for real. They like, they really feel like they in the game, bro. Yeah, then once they get into the my player, now they've invested in right, it. It's me. That's me. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Combined with the fact, like, no, I don't really need to have because even in this world, like, there's a market for it, right? So you don't necessarily have to have real basketball skills, right? Because now your 2K skills do translate to a form. There's even a league for it, type thing. So people take that seriously. Where I'm living vicariously through this character. For real, <laughs> right? Like, bro, he got kicks that I, I look. You can yeah. put the sneakers you got on on your character. Yeah, and I can show people that I got these sneakers by busting people's ass in 2K, and I'm invested right. deeply in that because I can't go outside and bust nobody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real though, man. Like, and, I, and that's you know what's crazy. Like, that's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. You know what I mean? Because you know, you know, we we're last. Like we're going to be the last generation that really had to go outside, not just because we were forced to, but because we wanted to. We didn't yeah. want to sit. I wanted to play my game. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I wanted to go hang with my fucking friends too. 
now there would always be a period of time where i would turn off my video games right just go outside that was literally my thing like okay i've lost this or whatever that's enough i'm going outside not watching tv i'm going outside listen my kids get off of the playstation and then ask can they play their switch no (laughs) no bro take a break what are you doing it's ridiculous man yeah. But you know that's 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 what we get as parents of gamers. <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 yeah, I'm I'm a gamer, so you know I got kids who got parents who a parent a yeah. dad who's a gamer, so it's you know I expect to, it. You know, hard to argue with when you're living leading by example. Exactly, exactly. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I work for this nigga. Go outside. <laughs> right, big facts. <laughs> I spent my put my time in already. <laughs> I put my time in because I ate a, my greens. I drank well, my milk. Well, in my respect, too, actually, I wasn't even allowed to watch TV or play video games during the week at all. Okay, I couldn't play video games till after school on Friday. So when we would veg out, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then that's it. Summertime, all day, every day. But most of the year, I was literally play acting outside all day so right when i'm an adult with my own money and i want to invest it in video games and televisions it's because nigga, I wasn't that's allowed. that's my choice that i get to make because i yeah, like i said yeah. i put my work in already i did my job i did my time I plenty of did my, for I no did reason my doing workbooks for nothing Mom right it's like here take this workbook yeah like mom i'm not in third grade why am i doing third grade work doesn't matter <laughs> can't watch tv so and i'll get so bored i literally pull a workbook from the shelf and just start going through it right mm, mm, never again no i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hurt oh uh, man uh, monster hunter rise you you don't have it but rocks has it so i'm just gonna right, you, get my impressions wait, after on. two weeks i was about to say do you want what, would you would you like for me to uh bringing him as another special guest because you and him could definitely converse about that he's been playing that hard and i've seen him play i will say that from what i've seen i do like the ninja theme oh yeah i do like how it's very ninja oriented and you know what i mean i've seen a lot i i i I, I told him i said i'm gonna be real with you bro if i wouldn't have just grabbed this ps5 i was grabbing a nintendo switch just for this monster hunter the funny shit is is that i got off of work and I asked my coworker to take me to the mall mm-hmm. so I can get the switch. But his car is, uh, shall we say, not legal. <laughs> so he didn't want to do that. So it was cool. And then I ended up getting into the tech radar group and getting my PS5. Right. But prior to that, I was getting a switch just for Monster Hunter, bro. It's, I mean, yeah, everything about world outside of maybe the frame rate stability <laughs> and the resolution, but even the frame rate stability, I'll say is there. The resolution, obviously, is not, but everything else is there, bro. It, and then the wire bug thing is, is just, it changes the game. You said the what? The wire bug, like swinging around like a Spider-Man. That just oh, okay. changes the way that travel is because when you do the travel in world, it becomes pretty linear because right. all you can do is walk around the paths and you can see all the paths on the map. So even though it seems like there's so much more to do because you can go up and down as far as the different levels of the map, there's still really not much you can do except for where you, maybe the sliding areas, but right. there's not much variance to how you can travel or what you can do, where you can go. 
this one, now that you can wall run and you can use the wire bugs to go up, there's so much more creativity to how you get around the map. Now you don't have to walk through just these, the beaten path. You can really go up, down, in, out, around most, most of it. And but that's dope. Yeah, it's just changed how Monster Hunter is as a game. I mean, if you're not thinking about it, you can wind up playing it exactly like normal. You don't actually have to wire bug around. But if you actually take the time to do it or prioritize doing it, it feels like it's just a totally different game. You would you would never know what you were missing from not being able to jump in Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh, you cool. feel me? It's a game yeah. that, you, that we played generations of three, four, five, six different versions, and there's not a jump at all. No kind of jump <laughs> option, nothing. So just to have this, it's a game changer. Uh, I might have to, you know what's crazy? Uh, like I told you, I got all of my kids switches. Yeah. What I'm going to have to end up doing is probably buying a game and then putting it on one of their games and then playing it like that. You know what I mean? Then I'll be able to rock out with y'all. That that eliminates me having to buy a Switch. Yeah, yeah. We'll get a, get one digital copy and then make them fight over playing it sometimes. <laughs> but then it'll be there. Yeah, but I, I definitely jump on it. I mean, I started Monster Hunter as a handheld, so it's definitely not a bad experience there. Okay. Yeah, and so... I don't know, should, I should be playing it right now. It's right in front of me, but I won't. But yeah, well, I'm in the same boat, bro. Because I was thinking about playing Call of Duty War, uh, Cold War, some multiplayer. But uh, I'm like, I don't really feel like I can concentrate on that and have the podcast conversation. I'm gonna get too frustrated. I don't want people to see that side of me. Yeah, I always wonder how glazed my eyes will look if I'm trying to play in podcast or if my conversation will be good. So I, I don't do it. I would like to, right? But. Fuck that Cold War shit. I mean, I, I got that bullshit. I, I, I'm probably going to sell it back to GameStop for something when it comes out on... It should you take said it you're probably going to give it back to GameStop for yeah, free? Nick. No, for store credit so I can buy a game I actually want to play. Cause... That's what I'm going to do with this Modern Warfare. Because yeah. I just downloaded Warzone. Oh, so Modern Warfare was going through this buggy shit yesterday. Uh, I don't know if it's still doing it today, but pretty much every time I tried to load it into the game, it kept telling me copying add-on. So then I sit and I wait for the three hours that it has to copy the add-on, and then it copies the add-on, and then I go push X and it says copy and add-on. And well, I'm like, what the, the problem? Hell? There's always add-ons. That's why I'm not playing it. No, anymore. no, no. The I issue was it kept uninstalling. It was reinstalling and uninstalling the multiplayer. So Whatever. I took it exactly because there's that many layers to the download. That's the yeah, problem I'm much. having. It's too much. It's too much. And my opinion is spyware. This game I know is made in direct partnership with who? The U.S. government, the United facts. States military. It's all sponsored. This is all intended. So the fact that you constantly have these large updates that you're putting on my system, it doesn't matter which version of the game. I think it's spyware. So all I right, don't so look, want. So Nothing this, to do this with what they it doing. anymore. This is what they doing. They're like, this kid's KD's a five. Watch him. Right. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something. Something. Yo, did he just wipe out a whole unit by himself? This kid's good. Bring him in. Yeah. Bring him in. That's it. <laughs> They're just preparing for the future oh, wars. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The oh. Ready Player One type deal. So, to me, the, the file size is not justifiable for how much I play the game, period. And because I have right. a disc there that has value, 
I'd rather not have it for this 120 goddamn gigabytes that is taken up that I'm still using right. on a disc. I have a disc, but it's still 120. That's too much with more updates. Yeah, that makes no fucking sense. It's it's it's, it's not just it's not respectful to the consumer, to be honest. Right. It's not at all. Pass. It's actually it's trying to take your whole your whole system over yeah. literally. And yeah. now, now I look up and I can't, now I got to delete other games that I like just because you want to do a fucking update. Like, this is ridiculous. And when I look at the uh, the the battle pass and stuff like that, it's clear that you're trying to monopolize my time, too. So, right. The, right, the that's whole, another thing. Yeah. yeah. So the oh, now I got, I got, ethos. only got 30 days or I got 50 days to, to get all of this. It's 100. Oh, man. Yeah, now nah, you're definitely right. It's definitely mm-hmm. a whole little fucking little system uh, to keep you uh, occupied, and you know, and, and it's a genius fucking move. If I do say so myself, to be honest, if you want to control my yeah. time, you know, just to be honest, it's a smart move. But uh, if you don't know, calling the space, you don't know. yeah, then you wouldn't know. But to me, I've just noticed like it doesn't respect your time. It really does not. Again, it gives you no value for the time you get on it. I would put in plenty of time playing if I was feeling the rewards of it, but I know there are rewards and I'm just not getting them. And when I right. do, it's always something that makes me feel insulted. Right. <laughs> I go through 10 battle pass levels and you are giving Like, ooh, me- a revolver? Really? Do I look like Call of Duty? Do I look like I use fucking revolvers? Yeah. Then I, that's another thing I don't like. I don't like some of the weapons in this game. I don't like how they did the updates. Um, and they put so many. They, all right, so here's my thing. I feel like, truthfully, they should have just left Warzone as Warzone. If you were going to do different shit for Warzone, you should have did it for Warzone. Honestly, um, you could have made different guns for Warzone if you really wanted to. But to take these Cold War OPS Cold War guns and basically make them stronger than all of the guns you have in Warzone, you've made it to where as though now all the shit I just spent my money on in Warzone for the battle passes the skins and all of that is all obsolete because now you have better shit with stronger now, weapons another issue with call of duty unlocking weapons no no i paid for it that's what's going to wind up happening people will pay for them or pay to unlock things faster so they can get weapons there's no reason there's too I many microtransactions be... yeah way too many way too many honestly that is like and, again when I, I hate bringing it back to Apex all the time. But again, Apex the weapons just come out of the box. There's skins for them, but you just pull one out the damn box. There's no unlocking I'll be honest, man, better weapons. I liked Apex. I liked Apex briefly, very briefly, and I think for me it felt too blocky. Um, it felt too blocky. These big unrealistic ass guns. This dude's moving way too goddamn fast with this big ass gun. Um, the swivel, then the aiming. I, I just it was a little bit too much for me. I, I like how can I put it? Well, my shooting games, I like the sensitivity and the visibility to you know fit together. I like to be able to see the people easily. I don't like them little, you know, because some of the guns literally like when you aim in on them, they don't make the person more visible. It's literally just like hey, it's just a dot on them. 
Oh, you know wait, what I mean? Are you it talking about the level like one eight. sites? Those they don't make the people more visible. <laughs> They're literally oh, level oh, one okay, sites. Okay, they, okay. they don't do nothing. <laughs> you have to get a level two or a level three. Really, level three is gonna give you visibility. Level one is literally just a one-time site. It's just to give you a focus point, but it doesn't improve aim. Maybe I'm just asset the game to be honest. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, you know, because that 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 really does play a big part in whether or not you like a game or not, how good you are in it. When it comes to multiplayer games, if I'm if I'm not good in a multiplayer game, if every time I jump on this game, I'm getting my ass handed to me, it's not fun. Well, that's true. But I'll I'll say that I went from like originally being at like literally my first season was probably like. I don't even know, 0.65 or something, KDR. And see, now that's the only thing I gotta say. I was gonna call a duty immediately. That's what it felt like. Like huh. you remember we me, you and Mono used to play together. Mm. And you know, let's be real, bro. We came up with a lot of fucking strategies that people using right now. Mm-hmm. We were the first people to ever get in a helicopter and go on the turbines that I can think of. Uh, well, Blackout was different, bro. Okay, Blackout and Apex is comparable levels of fun. This okay. new stuff is not, Modern Warfare or whatever that is. It's Modern Warfare, right? I, I can't remember. Yeah. Warzone. It doesn't play like Blackout at all. Not at all. At all. When I started playing it, I was like, okay, they stole a lot of stuff from Apex, but none of it is implemented as well, in my opinion. And then you have all this weird loot box stuff and just the way the map feels, the gameplay right. feels. When you hit the map, none of it felt like blackout to me. So I was, I mean, I downloaded Warzone expecting, okay, this is just going to be like the continuation of blackout. And it was not the continuation <laughs> of blackout. Yeah, right. Yeah, now blackout, uh, I think blackout, I think black ops four was probably a little underrated to be honest. Yeah. If I'm being, oh, the multiplayer uh, to me, multiplayer, I didn't, I'll be honest, the, the blackout was so fucking good. I didn't care for multiplayer at all. That was the problem that, that you guys never played multiplayer. And, and again, people were really into blackout. So nobody was playing a lot of multiplayer, but multiplayer, that whole game took a lot from Apex. The multiplayer had the specialists, all the specialists had their own abilities. And well, that didn't come from Apex. No, I know. That came from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Wait, but wait, that wait. Whole... Watch, watch your mouth. Watch. <laughs> You might well, well they're not doing, we was it doing now. They had that they had the specialist back since um Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3 was the first time they introduced the specialist. Um Black and Ops then they then they brought it back in Infinite Warfare. Some of the I mean, I I don't fuck with any of and the wall Granted, shit. I, 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 and look, 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 that's what I was about to get say. That, truthfully, that's the, get that look, out of here. Look, 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 and I'll tell you like this. To me, truthfully, that was probably one of my favorite call of duties bro infinite warfare the wall running shit it was different so it was titanfall was a good game let's just say that titanfall was definitely underrated as hell mm-hmm. but black ops 3 and infinite warfare took the wall running shit to a whole nother level i felt like i think that too many complaining people destroyed the Call of Duty franchise and it's some real life shit because it was way too many people who couldn't adapt to it and this is the thing I think they what they should have done is kept progressing the game but made a mode where you had the boots on ground as well so if you don't want to do the jump suits and all of that alright that's fine you got the regular mode you can run boots on the ground they ended up doing that for Infinite Warfare but it was too late uh, to, to be honest uh, they probably should have made a separate 
shooter game or franchise that focused on, I don't know why everything has to be Call of Duty if we're being a hundred, but it, now that they do have, I mean, cause that modern aspect, the only reason why it bothered me is because like you've changed from one to the next, like I'm used to this being the realistic shooter kind of thing where I like Battlefield really, cause Battlefield is like realistic, right? And so and, coming from being a Battlefield player, and then going uh, to Black Ops 3. All right, bro, I'm I think like, I got to leave. Oh, no. What do you mean? Battlefield <laughs> goes hard. I don't know what uh, you're talking about. I mean, I, I, look, look, I'm just talking shit. Battlefield definitely goes hard, but Battlefield is definitely a game you need skill in. And yeah. as a person, like I said, when you don't, it goes, Battlefield is one of them games that I put in there like 2K, a frustrating fucking game. If you're not having fun, if you're not, if you're literally turning the game on and you run it and you're getting picked off, you're not getting the kill anybody you're not getting to shoot anybody you're not getting to enjoy yourself it can be an overwhelming game and i think that's why franchises like battlefield have to have such a loyal fan base in order to stay afloat compared to call of duty you don't have to be good at call of duty to enjoy it because you can you're going to shoot somebody you're going to, to get in there and you're going to kill somebody there's, there's plenty of people who don't enjoy call of duty because all they do is run in there and get blapped every two seconds i, I understand but, that but what i'm saying is, is you still do get to engage like i've literally been in before i actually got okay in battlefield bro i would jump on battlefield and have matches where i died the entire fucking time i didn't get to kill one person because everybody was across the map sniping at me i know it's true i'm a glutton for punishment though to me i'm i'm, I'm really of the like i know people it's annoying when people say get good but i myself believe in getting good. I wouldn't say it to you because I think it's annoying. But like nah nigga, I'll go out here and get wrecked because when I get good at this, it's gonna I'm sure it's gonna feel great and I'm gonna look cool doing it because All that's right, what right. happens when you get good. And you're not gonna look cool doing shit, playing games on easy or not adapting to people who are better than you. So sometimes you nah, gotta respect it. Like watch the kill cam. See what this nigga did. What are his moves? Watch a streamer. Oh, well, you know what are his moves? You know what I'm That's saying? what I started doing. With, it's funny with Call of Duty, bro, with the Warzone shit, because, uh, you know, it's two, it's two. So I started, my kids watch a lot of streamers. Mm. They, I'm watching them, and they showed me this dude, and he was, that's what made me start running with the Cali sticks. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, I'm watching this dude stream, and he just busts people's ass with this. I'm like, yo, that's more right up my alley, because I like melee weapons. I like right. to be up close and personal, because... To be honest, I'm not the most accurate shot, but I do have way better reaction time than most people when it comes to shooting games. Mm -hmm. So, And I, I'm pretty good with zigzagging and dodging bullets. So I saw that, and then another gun that I saw, I saw this this class that this guy made, this streamer made with the SPR, it's a sniper rifle, uh, one of the marksman rifles. Mm -hmm. And he put a VLK scope on it and a green dot on it, bro. And he was just ripping people with this shit. And I followed suit, bro, and literally, since then, man, like everybody know me for the Cali sticks right now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like that's all I do is I run around with them sticks. But between that and like I said, Genshin though, and that that's about all I've been playing lately. Um, I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I gotta say honestly, bro, it's it's dope as hell. But every time I play Assassin's Creed, uh huh? I heard it got real micro transaction y somehow. Um, well, the, the microtransactions are more or less for the skins. They're doing the same shit that everybody else is doing, following suit. 
But let's be real. The skins and all of that is really just cosmetic. It's not going to make the game a better experience for you. It's not going to give you a bonus power or anything. You literally buying it for the cosmetics of it. But I will say that the more I play Assassin's Creed, the more I notice that it's getting further and further away from the stealth impact of the game. The original game, you would fight people, but your goal was to not fight people. Right. Your goal was to get in, complete your mission with as little people as possible seeing you. Killing a few and getting that fuck up out of there. If you had to fight people, all right, you had to fight people, but then you were supposed to be getting out of there. They made it to where as though you wanted to because the enemies will overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. Now they've set it to where, like this new one, bro, they scrapped that whole idea. I don't know if you well, played it yet. No, I haven't because, you know, I have a PlayStation. I will play God of War because that's what this game is pretending to be. I don't think that they make an Assassin's Creed Valhalla that's set in freaking, uh, where is it set at? Uh, Viking times, Norse gods. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's made as a pure response to the fact that God of War is so popular. Well, why is this game so violent? He's got finishers and all this stuff. It's like, come on, bro. No, I don't care. I don't need it. Assassin's Creed is Assassin's Creed, which I don't play anyways. But now you guys are making well, Assassin's Creed. I will War. say it's, it's. I can't say it's God of War because of how it plays. Still, still has the parkour element Assassin's Creed had. Um, you still do have the stealth element as well if you want it. But the the difference, like what I mean, where it's not as Assassin's Creed is like okay. For example, now how you used to be by yourself in Assassin's Creed. I can call my gang. I can call my Vikings with me. We raid places. Like, mm. we ride up on places, and then I call a raid, and then now I have a whole entire ship full of people in the crew that's running into an encampment fighting enemies with me. They've made it more immersive, but they've done that since uh, Odyssey. Odyssey was the first Assassin's Creed that they actually added that element of you having team members. They took it more away from the whole you hiding in the shadows, to whereas though now you're doing large scale battles, yeah. fighting groups of enemies and hordes of enemies. So it, I think it's about time they change the goddamn name. Well, that's, I think, the problem with everything, right? It's the same thing we said about Call of Duty, and maybe they should have branched out to make maybe even a Call of Duty spinoff that you know it's Call of Duty, but like set somewhere else so that it can be something right. else. But right. the fact that we the games that we know you for that you have to keep beating this dead horse um when it's not really the same like if you're doing legend of zelda right every legend of zelda game despite the fact that the legend of zelda is like a totally different game with the same characters but those characters are the brand when it comes to call of duty the characters aren't the brand nothing seems to be the brand except for the people who make it so why is it that it needs to be so tied to name recognition. Same thing for Assassin's Creed. What exactly about this makes it that it needs to everything be Assassin's Creed when you guys are a capable team of people who can just make a game that has perhaps a different theme or different... Right, to the point, they, they do it so much that they'll literally drive a franchise into the dirt because it becomes redundant. It's just that that's what happened to me with Batman, to be completely honest, bro. Batman... Oh, the Arkham, um, Arkham series? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, bro. Um, I was really a big fan of Batman when it first came out on the PlayStation, uh, on the on the PS the PS3. It was mm-hmm. really fun, you know what I mean? Batman. Uh, then you had Origins, but then it became very redundant. The moves, there's no different change in the move set. There, 
you, you know, there's the, the missions are pretty much the same things a million and one times. Uh, after a while, I just didn't even care to complete the game, to be completely honest. You know, it kind of lost my interest because the story wasn't really that intriguing to me. Um, I think it just became too repetitive over and over again. The same thing over and over again. The same fucking city over and over again. Like, you know, um, I said game that kind of a game that did a really good job of not being repetitive, even though it is repetitive as fuck. GTA. GTA has done very well for the last like 10 10 years, 10 plus years, because they know when to add a different element into game into the game to keep you like still on it. To whereas though you like, you know what? Like uh, well, imagine download it in that time GTA had released several more games, right? So the fact that they've kept it on GTA 5 when when you think about it, they they to a, they almost did that for a while, right? Vice City, right. San Andreas, GTA 3, they're all right. the same game for the most part. Right. And you started to water it down a little bit, but those actually are all three, they're all good. Let's not lie. But then they made another one, GTA 4, and it was bad. Yeah, it was GTA horrible. Or it's trash. That's so, the most horrible Grand Theft Auto I ever played. Yeah, it is. It's really bad. The driver mechanics was garbage. That's and that was the biggest me. thing. I think that's <laughs> what it, yeah. That's I was about to say, bro, completely. Grand Theft Auto is driving. If you make the driving bad, the game's bad. Whoa, I can't, bro. I mean, I feel like that game was out for six months before GTA Five came out. I swear that game had no life. <laughs> But they kind of, it looks like they realized what was going on, right? Because they did the three iterations of GTA 3, which were successful, but those were three separate games. Then they came out with GTA 4. They realized, hey, we might be hurting the brand a little bit here because we just put out a dud. And right. then GTA 5 has become this perfected live service thing that hasn't gone anywhere. And that's- Yeah. Um, and, and when 6 comes out, oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> I can honestly tell you, I'm probably like that's gonna that's gonna take a lot of time. That's gonna As, take a lot of my gaming time. Six probably won't be out to 2025 at the least oh. because they haven't even popped out the PS5 expansion for GTA 5. Oh, word! They haven't announced it. Hasn't come out yet. So, oh man, yeah. So give it some time. It'll it'll probably happen, but word. it ain't happened yet. But but moving on. Because we, I don't know. Have you heard of this game, Scarlet Nexus? I feel very ill-prepared today, Dot, as I said before. Because, no, I have not heard of the game, Scarlet Nexus. Hey, I provided you with all this information, okay? And uh, <laughs> you you made the choice. It's Easter. What do you That's mean? Really You're not religious kids, at Dot. all. No, I'm not religious. Not at all. Well, can you I see the kids. screen here? Here's the trailer for Scarlet Nexus. So let's talk about it because Bandai Namco is not letting anybody see this game or, or getting any information about it. Um, what, what kind of game is it? It's supposed to be an uh, action adventure type game similar to Astro Chain. I don't know if you know Astro Chain. Or maybe Devil May Cry. I guess it's kind of in that vein. Okay, I was a big fan of all the Devil May Cry's. Bayonetta, you know, some somewhere around there. Okay, we're looking enemies. 
the others have arrived. I found that to be very generic, and it, it made me worry about this game. They I'll be honest. Be I find the enemies to be very generic. I, I get kind of discouraged when I look at enemies and they don't have faces. They cannot be stopped. Yeah, all the enemies in Bayonetta had faces, actually. Until now. I'm Yuto Su. His name went far too fast, and I didn't want to say it wrong. Podcast. It seemed like an uncultured is his power. Okay, that looks pretty cool. So, look at those frame skips right there in the trailer. So, I think that it looks like an interesting concept for a game but everything about it seems so like tropey and generic to me right i i don't know if it's good and then the fact that it's made by bandai namco makes me honestly more skeptical about it right because they're known for doing that and when i look at this from the games that i like that are like this this combat does not look like it's fast enough it looks to... pretty cool, but I, I feel what you're saying. I'll be honest, man. I'm waiting for another Ninja Gaiden. Oh, did you hear about the Ninja Gaiden re, uh, what was it, remaster, the trilogy? Are you serious? For, yeah. it's, coming for, it's coming for PS5? Uh, well, PS4, uh, yeah, on everything. Okay, I'll probably be grabbing that. Yeah, so they're, they're putting that, I think that'll be on the next month or two. That, that looks pretty cool. cool. But yeah, that game, uh, that's, that's, Namco's put out like review embargoes, so like we might even get flagged for showing that trailer for some reason, but they... Um, uh, have you heard of Blue Protocol? I have heard of Blue Protocol. All right, so that, I heard that that's actually about to be the next big thing, but that's if it comes to the council. Um, they still, I guess they're still in talks of developing it for the, for the council, wherever oh, yeah, the game is still in PC development right, right now. Right. Anyway. Yeah, but it's supposed to be like a, a Genshin Impact that focuses more on multiplayer experience than Genshin Impact because with Genshin you can play with your friends um, or different people, but it's not really um, as rewarding as you would hope it was. Like you right. can go to other people's worlds, but you can't collect their loot. You know, uh, mm. you can you can fight their bosses with them and collect that loot, but if I find a chest in your world, I can't touch it. Uh, if I find a mental in your world, I can't touch it. You know, certain stuff that you can't do when you go to other people's and they they, they got to work on it. But it's still not a bad game. And but you got to get to level fifteen to get there, which is I've always found. I mean, not always right. found, but I found that to be a pretty big turnoff. I, I yeah, I'll be real with you. To me, it actually um, created an incentive for me because I wanted to see why do I have what what's 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 so good about being able to play with other people and truthfully it's worth it well you um, found out that it wasn't so good to play with other people right? no, no, no 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 play with other people, no 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 that's that's for that reason but it's worth it when it comes to enemies and fighting them. bosses and doing dungeons got it like in their world in the world aspect of when i go to your world if we're not doing missions together it's not really that worth it you right. know what i'm saying yeah because i can't collect any of your loot i can collect the, the plants and shit but none of that but when you fight in other bosses i'm strong so you know and then, in your world i'm, I'm the shit got it <laughs> well my brother are there any other games that you think people are sleeping on in uh this in these these dark times 
Um, up, up and coming games, or will, will we, are we talking about older games that were played as well? Could be anything. Just a game that uh, you're gonna talk about that you're fond of, or you're you got your eye on. You know what game I want to see get brought back, and I want to see it get a multiplayer version of it. Days going on. Um, there's a lot of conversation actually behind there being a Days Gone too. So that's also coming into the PS Now collection. Well, it's in the PS Now collection for PS5, yeah. but it's uh, it's coming for a free game for PS Plus this month okay. as well. So um, I might grab that one on the system. Um, that to me was probably one of the best zombie games I've ever played in my entire life. That's including the Left 4 Dead series. Yeah, if you haven't played it yet, Dot, you need to you need to crack that thing out, bro, and grab it because if it's coming for free, it's definitely worth grabbing. Um, it's so much you can do in a game. It's an open world game, and literally, um, if you like, if you want to play a hard game, the very first time I played this game, bro, it's been a while since I played a game that actually gave me a good fucking jump scare. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing scarier than hopping on your motorcycle and hearing a zombie, but you don't know where it's at. Right. Then if you're playing at night, you got your headphones on, and it's the first time you're playing, and this is your first time experiencing. It's it's such a tense moment, mm-hmm. like literally, like I, I will find myself getting on my bike, uh, uh, just pull off of the motorcycle, scared as shit. But you know, it was it was real good like that. And then the first time I had to fight a horde, um, you know. I'm running around thinking it's just a few zombies in this damn train. So I'm like, yeah, I could kill a couple of those. And I shoot. And then like a hundred zombies rush out the train at me. And it's so like, you know what I mean? Is when it comes to that, it's definitely worth playing, bro. It's, it's probably one of one of the best zombie games to ever exist. And, and you know, um, if they do a part two, I would love for them to make it multiplayer to whereas though I could play with my friends, you know, we could set up encampments and whatever. Um, that would be dope as hell, you know. So, because they put it out on PC too, and the PC community just ate it up. They're super hyped about it, and the oh, PC yeah. version has got like all the little bells and whistles and enhancements, 4K, 60, for you know all that. So people are thinking that there's going to be a that same kind of resolution upgrade for the PS5 version, and then people right. are thinking that they wouldn't put it on PS or they wouldn't put it on PC. Unless they're gonna come out with the second one, and if it's successful right. on PC, maybe that's gonna give it that extra push. So people are, are really thinking that there's gonna be a Days Gone too. I never played the first one, um, but I'm now that it's on PS5 and there's like no load times and stuff, I think it'll be smoother. I'm gonna give it a try because it's there yeah. You definitely want to give it a try, bro. It's, it's definitely probably it's going to become a favorite game of yours once you once you play. And you get into it, bro. It's going to become a favorite. And this is not the first time you've mentioned it, so I'll, I'll have to. I'll look into it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I don't remember the last time I had a good fighting game, like really, really good fighting game. Oh, Guilty Gear Strive. When that comes out in June, that's that's probably the one. Okay. Um, I would say I played- Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Is the closest thing I've played to Marvel versus Capcom 2 in a long time. I think it's better than Fighter Z, in my opinion. I think Fighter Z is trash, but that's me. You know what? I will say Fighter Z um, definitely is more hyped than it is worth playing. Like it's not bad. Don't get me wrong, but I, I would. This is my thing. I hate how generic the fight fight 
fight buttons are for there the Dragon go. Ball games. Like, yes. I hate that shit, man. It's mm-hmm. so generic. So, oh, just tap this button a million and one times, and he's going to do this preset combo. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? Like, can't can't y'all come a little bit better? Like, this is Goku we talking about. These are experienced martial artists, apparently, that we talking about. Can't you do some better fighting systems in this shit? Make it with a little bit more combinations and variation in the game. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, oh, you just tap this a bunch of times and then tap this a bunch of times. It's just like, remember, like that. I used to like the Naruto too, but then I realized that's the same shit. Same stuff. It's made by Bandai Namco. So that's, yes. that's what they do. That's it, bro. One button. You get one button. This is attack. This is well, throw things. Well, there's this two is buttons. In, and this is open Z, door. You know, so at least, or I think there's three buttons in Fighter Z. Right. Ooh, and, key and blast. button. Yeah. But again, the problem with it is just, I mean, it's still there's still like a level, right? There's still a skill factor in there. There's still frame traps and all those things you right. can figure out. But they're giving a lot of reward for a little bit in that game. You get too much combos off for just pressing right. two or three buttons. There's an automatic yeah. like charge button. Also, I would have expected more variation with moves. Like they, to me, they copy. They they did a poor ass job of copying Street Fighter. Because the only move you literally have is quarter circle, quarter circle, R two. Oh yeah, they and it's have either you pushing up dragon. Yeah, punch. you don't have. Yeah. It's like, bro, you 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 don't you telling me y'all couldn't create? I don't care if Goku can't really even do this fucking move. Make something up, man. Don't just give me the same bullshit, the same generic bullshit. And now I swear to God, they each have three special moves in the game. Mm-hmm. Three special moves in the game that you can actually do besides your super special move. And then you have your variant buttons with the Y and the B. And I feel like they just, they're playing off of the It's Dragon Ball name uh, so hard that they're making, they made a shitty, shitty fighting game. Yeah, and and cinematic finishers, I'm, I'm done with that as far as Right, I don't care about that. Concerned. I don't want to see it zoom into your face and they do all this. I liked how they did it on Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter 3. Pause for right. one second, I get some shadows or something, boom. That's the super. Right. Movie. I don't want Straight this. up. Freeze now frame. I see the planet explode. Yeah, nobody. And, but you're still here, and our landscape's still perfectly fine once it comes back to us. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I will say, probably fighting game wise, I've strayed away from the cartoony ones, and I've I've honestly started getting more into UFC. Like UFC Four is a great fucking game. Um, I liked Fight Night on on what you call it, but again, I would just say Which Fight Night. Oh, back on 360. I haven't played Fight Night in a long time. Man, listen, round two. I think that's the one. And three were the two best Fight Nights to ever exist. Yeah, to me sure. personally, it was round three on 360, or it was round? I think it was round yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, round three was on 360. Round three was the one where when you got hit too hard, it made your gloves pop up, and then you were sitting here like this. <laughs> mm, I was trying to protect your face, right? Turn into like a mini game. I think it was right. Yeah. Then. Uh, I would come out the fucking fight, bro. And I used to tell people all the time, bro, I'm gonna beat your ass. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, bro, I know how to do everything in here. All right, okay, say less. Ding, ding. As soon as you walk out, before you get within range of me, I've already begun cocking back that punch that makes your hands go up in front of your face. As soon as they get fr- in front of me, bro, rock them. Bow. Now your hands are you like, yo, what are you doing? Bink, bink, bink. You going down. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be the funniest, bro. Fight night's a good time, man. 
Yeah, definitely. That's back when games used to be fun, though. You feel me? Like, you didn't get frustrated when you lost. Like, now, uh, I don't know. Well, again, part of why you get frustrated when you lost, when you was playing Fight Night, then you're playing with the homie and y'all are talking shit to each other. Uh-huh. Nowadays, you lose into some nameless, faceless stranger on the internet, <laughs> and that's got to, you know, come with its own set of issues and, and people uh, right. frustrated. I, I, I got one big issue. Uh... Yeah, I'm at five percent, man. No, it's all good. I was about to wrap this anyway, so you, you, you're good, man. Is there anywhere, anything else you want to tell people before you go? Where can they find you, follow you, yeah, catch your streams? Uh, not right now. We're working on that. It's all in development. <laughs> all right, it's in development. We'll have it by the next episode. But you can find me on the internet, on the Instagram and the Twitters at Get on the Sticks. That sticks with two eyes and an X. We never see K over here. Um, and you can also, you know, find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you like Oh, uh, you can find me on us. SoundCloud, M4 the Great. There you uh, go. We found something to pull out there. Find him on SoundCloud. Probably, we're actually on SoundCloud too. I haven't put one of these on SoundCloud in a while. Sheesh. Um, but thank you all for listening. And oh, don't forget to like and subscribe. It helps us in the algorithm and keeps conspiracies like these, um, you know, in the ethos and the zeitgeist. So don't don't not do that. And we will. Is this one Twitch? guys next time it's not on twitch yet but we're working on on how to get that up to you but you know until next time ladies and gentlemen um we'll catch you peace out